Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to HR Work Break. I'm your host, Maddie Collins, editor of HR Daily Advisor. HR Work Break takes a quick but close look at everything human resources. For any HR professional, it's a must listen. I hope you learned something new, take some advice to heart, or simply stay abreast today's trending topics. Now, it's time for a work break. Happy Friday, everyone. I am joined today by Ryan Naylor, founder and CEO of Viva HR. Viva HR is a recruiting marketing platform with software built to help companies increase their candidate conversion rate by leveraging company culture profile pages. Ryan, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, recruiting is something that's been on almost every single HR professional's mind. So I think this is going to be a really engaging conversation. Can't wait. So first off, just as like a basic setting the scene, the great resignation and COVID-19 have drastically shaped the recruiting space. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about how Viva HR is trying to leverage companies' culture to help with the recruiting process. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously, we're huge fans of company culture, and we recognize that you have culture, whether it's intentional or not. But I think the biggest difference where we see that is getting at the ground level with company culture. And we believe there's organizational culture, which is where a lot of the dialogue happens. But what's missing out there is the microculture. And that's the culture that happens at the job level, at the position level. And so what Viva HR does is we actually allow recruiters to tell a culture story at the position details. And my favorite example is working with a trucking company who was hiring for a CFO and a diesel mechanic at the same time. And they were trying to showcase the same story to both positions. And the reality is, is the CFO could care less about what tools are being utilized in the diesel mechanic shop. And the diesel mechanic does not care about what the ping pong table looks like in the executive suite. They care about air conditioning and what tools they're using and the framework of what it looks like inside the shop. And so that's what Viva is. We bring your culture to life at the job level. And it's really, it's different, right? I think we get so caught up in like our core values as a company and really was our mission statement and are we aligned with purpose? But we forget to tell the story, the day-to-day story at the role level. Right. And I know for a lot of people entering the application process, knowing what that day-to-day story is can be really important when deciding what opportunities to pursue. So do you have any advice for people who are trying to paint a picture of what a day in the life of someone in the posted role would look like? Yeah, I think it's obviously even getting quotes from people that are already in that position or potential coworkers to be working with on why they love working in that department. What makes them excited at the end of the day when they're going home or what keeps them coming to work and getting there earlier, you know, sticking around instead of the CEO telling you why it's going to be a great place for you instead, get quotes, get engagement from people that are around you. We get so regimented in these job descriptions and we feel like, oh, we've got to fit this formula of an opening paragraph and we have to have seven bullet points here and seven bullet points there. I think the companies that break through that mold and they think outside the box and they say, hey, here's a clear vision of what your life's going to look like. And here's a couple of quotes of some people. Here's some links to their LinkedIn profiles. And they're accepting you to send them a message and ask any questions if you need anything. That's the kind of stuff that breaks through and really gets the conversation going. That makes a lot of sense. So with the quote unquote traditional job description method, what parts of that do you think are just entirely useless to either the applicant or the recruiter? Gone are the days where it's one-sided, where it's the job description of what you're going to do for me. And that's kind of where it's been for decades, right? It's like everything is about what you're going to do for me and that's it. Here's the roles, here's the requirements, 
and maybe we'll reach out if we're interested in talking to you. But that just does not resonate with today's marketplace of job seekers. It's their playground at this point. We're desperate to get good candidates in the door. And so the conversation's changed. Instead of it, what you're going to do for me, it's what can we accomplish together? How do we define success? And is there alignment with that purpose and vision? And I think we need to frame out the conversation differently. Yeah. So like you said, it is a job seekers market right now. So a lot of that is companies leveraging and recognizing that they might just be a developmental step for someone's longer career. How do you recommend recruiters and businesses to acknowledge that they might be a stepping stool, but also seek to recruit and retain for hopefully longer than just one year in someone's resume? Well, I think the transparency is key. We're seeing a lot of companies getting desperate. Desperation is leading to bad hires. It's satisfying an itch in the moment, but it's really not addressing the clear future ongoing besides the first road bump. And what I mean by that is we're getting a lot of candidates in the door. We're maybe trying to satisfy this notion of there's increased cost. So we got to increase the pay. We get them in with a little bit of increased compensation. And then we're shocked that they quit 90 days later. The reality is, is you only address one part of the equation. And until we satisfy, we get away from this functional side of hiring and we get into the social and emotional side of hiring. We satisfy their emotional urge to be with the company because of the vision We satisfy their social component where they're so excited to work with you. They want to tell everyone around them where they're working. When we can satisfy all three of those kind of triangular components of hiring, that's when we're getting better quality hires that have a better duration at the company. The last thing we want to see is companies spend an arm and a leg to recruit and hire and the candidates just disengaged because they started the job thinking one thing because you painted this incredible rosy picture of this organization And then they get there and go, holy cow, it's a mess. Guess what they're doing? They're gone. Just tell the story where the story is. And that's kind of my big thing for companies right now. That's really good advice. And you had mentioned the social aspect being a really important part of recruiting people and company culture as a whole. How do you think hybrid work and remote work especially have kind of affected or changed that for a lot of people and a lot of employees? Man, this keeps me up at night. Here's the thing. Job seekers want so badly to have that work from home flex environment. It's become such a powerful desire that they have. But my heart hurts for them because they're missing out on the learning by osmosis. They're not watching the leader. Their manager has a crappy day. Something terrible happens. Guess what? You learn a lot by watching and observing how they deal with that. Right. Those obstacles, those pain points during the day, we learn so much just by observing and emulating that. But we don't see that when we're at home on Zoom calls. We don't see like, I just saw my boss get completely rattled because this, this, and this happened. This is how they dealt with it. I should do that too. We're missing that. There's an entire generation that I fear is going to miss that learning by osmosis, by absorbing those moments. But on the other hand of it, it's so powerful when you can attract people to your organization and give them trust that they can get the work done on their own and not feel micromanaged. So it's like, it's this complete bipolar expression I got. Like, I love work from home and I hate it. You know, you got to kind of pick your battles, I think. But from a job seeker perspective, like any advice I'd give out to people that are still earlier on in their career is I wouldn't pass up on a good opportunity for a work from home job right? Like I don't think taking that convenient job is going to be more beneficial than taking the at work quality job with good quality mentorship around you. Yeah. 
And do you have any advice for how applicants can recognize signs of uh, good company culture, good mentorship programs, and generally a good environment in a company? Well, with social media, you can see pretty clearly who's become advocates of their current employer and who's just really kind of quiet. Like if you get a list of some current employees and they're like, oh yeah, I'm going to check them out. And on LinkedIn, they still haven't updated their profile that they even work at that company. Chances are they're not that enthused about it. But if you get onto their profile and it's like, wow, they're dropping comments and posts and you can see their feed, not only posts that they've made, but posts they've engaged with. And they're engaging with their coworkers and celebrating people's work anniversaries. And wow, okay, this is a dynamic place where they're engaged with one another. And that's just one anecdotal place. And there's a few other ways you could dive into it. But I mean, go see what people are doing outside of the kind of eight to five and how much they really love their job. Yeah. And kind of moving along in that same vein, what are other uh, red or green flags that applicants can see in the hiring process? Yeah. I mean, just taking some time to get on the old Google, start punching around. Don't just search one time and be done, but dive deep. Look for reviews. Look for customer reviews. What are customers saying about the experience of the company? Is there repetitive complaints about the leadership or the management from customers? Get on the glass door. See what the approval rate of the CEO looks like from internal employees. Now, sometimes they get skewed because the people that are angry are the ones that are most vocal. But I think you can get a sentiment pretty quickly. But those would be some red flags. If you start seeing, you know, there's a lot of negative reputation through those search results, whether it be employees, whether it be channel partners or customers. Yeah, that might be a hostile work spot. That might be not what you want to kind of align with, unless you know that going into it. Maybe they're super transparent about it. Hey, we're in the middle of a transition here. This was our behavior before. We don't like it. And we're going to the next rush. That makes sense. Do you think there are any like key phrases or words within job descriptions? Because like what I've seen on social media, everyone thinks that, oh, you need five years for an entry level job. They think that's ridiculous. And a lot of people are hesitant for the uh, self-described fast, high volume workplace too. I mean, I'll put the question back on you for a second. Like from a job seeker's perspective, do you think they only apply to jobs when they match 100% of the requirements? I don't remember the exact statistic, but there's actually a really interesting correlation specifically between men and women. And men will apply to jobs even if they don't meet all the requirements. But a lot of women have this imposter syndrome where they only apply if they meet 80% or more of the job description's requirements. Yeah. And I think employers are starting to, they, they want to put a bench there. But I think they are accepting of candidates that come in with less experience or transferable experience where they, you know, yeah, it's entry level five years experience. But if you were working while going to college for four years, and maybe you got a little internship out of college, they may look at that and be like, yeah, that's five years experience. We're good with that. Gotcha. Even though that's entry level right out of school. So I think it's just, it's the art and science of hiring and applying to jobs, right? But it's become more artistic in the sense that things are a little bit more free flowing and they're just trying to be more creative with their approach. Right. So as we were discussing earlier about company culture and in the recruiting process, you can provide links to people's social media who are currently working for the company to give applicants a sense of it. Is there anything else that employers can do to kind of establish what their company culture and values are early in the recruiting process? Yeah, you know, there's a framework that we created called our culture marketing hiring framework. And what it does is it talks about the power of showcasing with kind of a media rich experience. What's the job going to look like at that level? To us, you're able to create little micro landing pages with some pictures and even just the simplest selfie videos from these great iPhones or Androids that have incredible cameras. Let's utilize them. 
and just walk around and say, hey, I'm just going to do a quick 90-second tour of the workplace, or here's a quick little snapshot of what our Slack feeds look like. We have dedicated Slack channels to life outside of work. Here's some of the funny comments or engagement. We're just trying to be human about that approach, right? And I think if we get outside that box of the text-only hiring protocol and we get into the media-rich we're going to open up an entire set of A players that now visualize themselves performing in your company. And I think that's the difference. The moment you can get someone to visualize themselves at your organization, you've won the emotional challenge. And it's just like you think of consumer marketing, right? Brands want you to visualize yourself in those new pair of Nike running shoes going through the finish line at a race. But that's kind of the idea is how do you get the consumer to visualize engaging and utilizing your product? And the same goes for hiring. Let's put our marketing hats on and say, how do we get a candidate to visualize themselves in this environment? Because as much as the candidate is trying to market themselves as a good fit for the company, the company also has to market themselves as a good fit for the candidate. And think about how powerful that is because these candidates are going to have a bad day in their first 30 days. Like it's going to happen. Something's not going to align. Are they going to jump ship when they're emotionally vested already into the company? Probably not. But if they're not 100% like there, gosh, they're responding to emails of old recruiters that are still checking up on them, right? Like they might bounce here pretty quick. And I think that's part of this great boomerang that we're seeing. We had this great resignation happening the tail end of 2021. And now we've got the great boomerang as candidates are realizing, hey, I got sold a bag of goods that we can't cash in on. It's not as great as I thought. Even the extra pay, not worth it. And they're bouncing back. So having a clear vision and a great experience up front really does matter. Yeah, that's really important. So kind of in that realm, do you think social media and multimedia in the sense of like videos and photos on top of just the traditional text descriptions is the way of the future for job applications? Absolutely. Yeah, we're seeing some massive statistics. So we're able to measure all of our customers across if they're using text only as opposed to multimedia. Your average candidate is on a text only job posting for eight seconds before they decide to apply or go off of it. I don't know about you, but I can't read that fast. Like that's fast. I was going to say, like, I thought it would be a little bit longer, like 150 tweet range kind of a thing. (laughs) But yeah, no, we're like eight seconds before they decide what they're going to do. But those that include photos, videos, quotes, testimonials, some sort of engaging multimedia into that experience are on the job posting page for over two minutes. Now, the media doesn't mean they're watching a video for two minutes. What it means is it connected emotionally. So now they're taking more time to read through the finer details of the job description because your job description should take two plus minutes to read. And so that's a very powerful thing to see that candidates truly awaken when they can get stimulated visually a little bit more. Yeah, that tracks. I'll have to talk to um, our own hiring teams to see if we've implemented any of that because we have a couple positions that are open. So that's really cool. And I actually have one final question. So since this episode airs on a Friday, I love to ask my guests what you're looking forward to this weekend. Oh, gosh, I'm a kid sports enthusiast. So I coach club soccer. And I probably think about that way more than I should. (laughs) We got more soccer matches coming up this weekend. And I love just getting out as a business owner, I would say I learn more to help my business from coaching 10 and 11 year olds than I do from any other thing that I do. 
just getting to that raw level of communication and enthusiasm and what motivates them and what deters them. Wow. You just, you learn a lot about yourself. So anyway, I love kids and youth sports. That's awesome. I can relate a lot. I ref in my spare time too. Field hockey in the fall and lacrosse in the spring. So I totally see what you mean, how the interactions with younger kids and with coaches too, at least for me, really teaches you a lot about yourself and how to handle almost anything. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me today, Ryan. It was a pleasure. Again, I'm Maddie Collins and thank you for listening. Join us next Friday or whenever you need a work break.